Welcome to Hot Flashes and Cold Topics, a podcast for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cold Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Bridget. And I'm Colleen. And today we have Florence LaRue, member of the Fifth Dimension. She is so lovely. All of those wonderful songs that she sang and all of the wonderful memories I have of listening to her songs, but she has also written a new book, and it is called Grace in Your Second Act, A Guide to Aging Gracefully. And she is just lovely. And her book just has so many great tips and references and things that she did in her life to make her life just a great life. She looks amazing. She is going to be 80 years old. And And she does not look it. Not at all. If you watch this video, you will not believe it, which I think is fabulous. So many women are aging gracefully. They look great. They take care of themselves. They are such great role models to to all of us. So we were just so happy to have Florence on the show and make sure you check out her book because it has wonderful little tips, especially the part about wearing gloves. I know. And you don't even realize like she's six-time Grammy winner. The fifth dimension, which you will hear me constantly say fifth dimensions. So I apologize for that, but I was obsessed with the plural. I don't know why. But <laughs> six time Grammy winner, the fifth dimension also had Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis. I mean, there were amazing singers in here. Also, there was a recent documentary, the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival, which she was in. And so she's trending again. And that's just amazing. Not only does she have a one woman show, she's still performing with the fifth dimension. She is now, you know, promoting this book. I can barely wake up and get myself dressed. And this woman at almost 80 is just kicking butt. So we are thrilled. Yeah, she used her her sparkly cane to get Mm -hmm. out on stage when she had to have surgery. I am like, you are such a great Role model and inspiration. She really is. Speaking of gloves, Bridget, because you're obsessed with gloves, our new online store, like how I connected that? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice segue. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Our new online store is up and it has some amazing products for midlife women, some special promos for our listeners. Go to hotflasheschooltopics.com, click on brands, and we have a whole online store that you can shop for your holiday must-haves. In addition, because we don't have enough stuff to do, we're also going to be launching, and guys, an incredible, honestly, we have worked so hard on this and it shows it's so much fun to do, but we really did it for our listeners and for midlife women. The 2021 Holiday Gift Guide for Midlife Women is going to have so many products that you are going to want for the holidays. It's going to be on our website. It's going to be on our Instagram, social media. Definitely, if you haven't started following us with your email, go to the website, leave your email. We'll make sure you get a copy of it. We're just thrilled to have Mm -hmm. this. We are. Yes, we're going to have a video up uh, featuring all of our giveaways. And we also will be having different little clips and different videos. So look out for those that will feature maybe one of the items that's going to be in our gift guide or several items, not just one, several of the different items. There might be little short clips featuring an item at a time. And did you mention a giveaway, Bridget? I heard the word giveaway. There was. Yes, I did mention a giveaway. Another segue. Yes. So we're going to be having the 12 days of holiday giveaway, and that's every other day. 
and beginning November 16th. So check out starting the 16th. So on even days, (laughs) following that (laughs) for 12 days, um, we will be giving away some fabulous items. And I think the average um, item, how much was it? $300? Yeah, about average, about $300. Anywhere between $150 to, gosh, more than $500. Yes, yes. That will be involved in every day of the giveaway. So you really want to check that out. You really want to follow the instructions to enter. Easy ways to enter. We do not make it complicated. No. And you can ask from past winners. They're so funny when they've won and their name's been drawn. And they will they will put in the comments, is this for real? Yes, it is for real. (laughs) You can ask any of our past winners. It is for real. Uh, Colleen and I cannot win them. Uh, Unfortunately, but we, could, but we have tried a lot of the products. Lots of things on here. Check the online store because it's open now, and it will be. We will be adding on to it, so check it frequently. Check out our not, November seventh. Check out our gift guide, which will be coming out. And if someone says to you, "What do you want for the holidays, Mom? What do you want for the holidays, Honey?" or you know, one of your girlfriends, I don't know what I want to tell my husband to get me. Just give them the gift guide because there will be something in there for everyone. And we'll have videos and all this stuff. And then to top it off, because we're not busy enough, we decided to do a 12 days of holiday giveaways, which starts November 16th. Huh. I think Bridge and I are exhausted just telling you. <laughs> Talking uh, about it. Yes. Exactly. I'm going to take a nap. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. without further ado, like that. Here's Miss oh. LaRue. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. Today, we are so excited to have Florence LaRue on the show. She is an American singer and actress. You probably remember her as one of the original members of The Fifth Dimension. Oh. And I have been singing Up, Up, and Away all morning. So it's <laughs> stuck in my head. But welcome to the show, Florence. Thank you. Good morning to you. <laughs> Oh, good morning. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us. We have so much to talk to you about. Not only are you an amazing singer and woman, but you just wrote a book called Grace in Your Second Act, A Guide to Aging Gracefully. So we're going to talk all about that as well. But my first question to you is, can you tell us a little bit about how The Fifth Dimension came about? Right. Well, actually, I was the last to join the group. And um, I'm from a very small town in, in Pennsylvania called Glenside, which is a suburb of Philadelphia. And my family moved to California. And I always wanted to do two things when I was younger. I wanted to teach and I wanted to be in the movies. Well, we moved to uh, California when I, after I graduated, was graduated from high school, and um, I, I attended college, and I was blessed to receive my degree in education, but I also still wanted to be in the movies. I didn't know how to go about meeting you know, the producers, uh, so friends of mine introduced me to uh, beauty contests. And once again, I was blessed to win quite a few. I was Miss Coppertone, Miss Valverde, Miss this and Miss that. But the year that I was in the Miss Bronze California contest, I won the talent. And a young gentleman came up to me and said, uh, oh, I'm a photographer for the contest, but I'm in a group. And nothing's really happening with the group. So one of the girls left and we need to replace her. I said, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not a singer. I sang in the contest, by the way. I said, no, I'm not really a singer. I just did that because we had to do show some kind of talent. Uh, And also, I'm in my last year of college, and I'm working full time. I don't have time to go to rehearsals. So, no. Well, he persisted, and the rest is history. That's how I joined the group. That is amazing. It's amazing that you have this voice, and you said, oh, I had to do this. (laughs) That you just happened to have this voice, because... 
the fifth dimension songs uh, to me. So Up, Up and Away was the number one song the week I was born. So oh, you, you get those little things and that was the number oh, one song. Yeah. And they're, they're just timeless songs. Um, yes. Age of Aquarius. It seems like every generation can identify with those songs. I, 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 you know, it's just something about it. So here, wow. I'm very you know, proud yeah. of the Fifth Dimension songs are very uplifting and very positive. What I also find interesting is that at the time the Fifth Dimensions came out, so you're talking late 60s, the Mamas and the Papas were also out, and they had a similar um, male-to-female ratio. Yeah. And it was somewhat confusing because you didn't have a definitive R&B sound, and they didn't know really where to place your music. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think it's so interesting. Well, as a matter of fact, our record producer brought a song to us that the Mamas and Papas had done called Go Where You Want to Go. And that was one of the first things that we recorded. But um, as you said, they didn't know where to place our music. Because the, 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 um, the good thing about the group was we had five different voices, which allowed us to do all types of music. And our recordings didn't really reflect that. Our live shows did. In our live shows, we even did uh, Best of the Jubilee from Pagliacci, we did R&B, we did, it was a very well-rounded show, although our recordings were very pop. So someone coined a phrase that I really like, and it was champagne soul. Ooh, I love Ooh. it. Yes, I love that. Yeah, because you mentioned in your book that people were, our critics would say the fifth dimension wasn't black enough or wasn't just like Holly just said. So you married your manager, Mark yes. Gordon, right? Yes. And um, he almost put me out of the group because I couldn't come to rehearsals. I said, well, I told you I couldn't come to rehearsals. I'm in my, <laughs> in my last year of college doing my student teaching and working full time. That's those are two jobs right there. Well, I'm a Absolutely. former teacher, so I, I know that's yeah, student yeah, teaching. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I must tell you that people said, oh, so you had teaching something to fall back on. And I just get furious. I get on my soapbox because teaching is not something you fall back on. <laughs> teaching is one of the most important thing, jobs that we can have. Uh, I mean, we're molding the minds of the futures. They're mm -hmm. underpaid. They're not respected. Listen, with the covid People found out just how important teachers were when exactly. parents started teaching. So I respect That's, all oh, teachers. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Were you able to kind of use that love of teaching with the music? Were you able to kind of carry that through? I've often answered the question, well, you wasted your time getting a credential. No, I didn't because I learned all, all the many experiences I had teaching and learning about teaching in music and in life. When I was doing the research on your music background, I was absolutely surprised that Questlove did a documentary recently about mm -hmm. the Summer of Soul, which had the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival, and you were in it. Were you surprised? I mean, now all of a sudden you're trending all over again. Were you surprised by that? No, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was hidden for so long and, and you know the, the uh, show wasn't exposed but I was pleasantly surprised when they finally did show the world you know this this black concert and I was also very pleased to have been a part of it. For our listeners the documentary Questlove's documentary just came out this year so you can check that out and it, he even said being a connoisseur of what he believed all music he had never even heard of the Harlem Cultural Festival and that some of the entertainers were actually didn't remember being in it, which is right. so interesting. Yes. 
But mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're on that screen <laughs> everywhere. Good morning, America. And it just must have been such kind of a pleasant shot. I have to look back and see, oh, I was so young back there. <laughs> <laughs> we hear from so many women in our community that they can't sleep or focus. They're quietly struggling with hot flashes, fatigue, or vaginal dryness, but they're afraid to take any estrogen-based products. We hear you and we get it. We really do. One of our podcast missions is to find actual options and solutions for menopause that work. That's why we are so excited to share Kendra. Kendra's line of estrogen-free products target and relieve the most disruptive menopausal symptoms. And when we say estrogen-free, we mean 0% estradiol or progesterone. No more reason to worry. Their line of daily supplements offers relief for hot flashes, brain fog, mood swings, and more. And their best-selling daily vaginal lotion offers support for your most intimate areas. Find all of Kendra's amazing products and community online at www.rkendra.com. Plus, use code COOLTOPICS20 for 20% off. You performed for a long time. You're a six-time Grammy Award winner, and you performed for a long time. Is there any chance you might do some new music? I hope so. I've been a member of the Fifth Dimension for over 50 years, and I'm the only original in the group, but I have four awesome singers, and we still perform to sold-out crowds. We do all of our original material the way they were recorded. We don't do any update versions. Uh, so, but we're looking forward to uh, perhaps recording again. I, I hope we do it soon because February 4th, I'll celebrate my 80th birthday. Oh, <laughs> happy wonderful. Early. Happy That's birthday. Amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And, and you and, look amazing. Yes. I, I don't like when people say you look great for your age. You look amazing. No, you just look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The main thing is God, God has allowed me to be healthy at this age and to continue performing. Yes. And I love in, in your book, Grace in Your Second Act, A Guide to Aging Gracefully. It's and on Amazon, by the way, they can get it there. It's, it's just such a great story and your advice in it, uh, everything in it. You were talking about just you start at the beginning. And I, I think something that really struck me was when you were a child, how there wasn't a lot of representation. And then how you, who you are a beautiful person inside and out, just reading your book, we know that you are, how there wasn't representation for young Black children and how that can really, even though it's not true, representation is important just for self-esteem. So any thoughts on um, sharing about how that guided your upbringing? Well, I was blessed to have a mother that told me, this is America. And if you work hard and believe in God, you can do anything you want. So she encouraged me to go after my career and, and to, to, to uh, follow my dreams. Yeah. So you had such a, I was going to say, too, you had such a hardworking mother, you know, in the book that was just yes. so, such an encouraging woman. She kept me busy. I was really, music was, I was surrounded by music. I had violin lessons. I took ballet. Actually, classical music was my background. I still enjoy listening to classical music. I used to go and hear the Philadelphia Orchestra sit way up in the nosebleed seat. Classical music has always been close to my heart. It still is. Oh, it is so amazing. But, you know, it really does hit you that that is so important that the media and everything, it's important to show beauty in all 
aspects. And, and I still enjoy all types of music. I like country music. As a matter of fact, I have pictures of me in my in my cowboy hat. I wanted to be the first black female country star. <laughs> yes. I mean, and I love that. In your book, you also include just listening to all kinds of music. Yes. Uh, you know, try it all out because you you may not like everything, but you're going to probably find something that you surprisingly like in there. Right. And I hear a lot of adults complaining about the, the rap music and the, the young people's music of today, but they don't realize they're actually partly uh, responsible for that because they took music out of the school. When mm-hmm. I was in school, I was in the orchestra, the choir, the choruses, but they took music out of the school. So the young people use what they were familiar with, which was rhythm and poetry. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of their poetry is negative because that's what they were surrounded with. They weren't exposed to the world. So I really believe that that's how uh, that music was was born. Mm -hmm. You also talk in the book when you talk about your style icons and that Lena Horne and Sophia Loren were some of your icons, which I think they're everybody's icons. I mean, oh, Audrey Hepburn, oh, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle Obama is a more, you know, Helen Mirren, who I have an absolute girl crush on. I think she's amazing. <laughs> what did those style icons as you were developing your own style mean for you? How did they influence you? Well, actually, you know, I like to watch um, the old movies. And I'll tell you, the clothes of the 40s were just fabulous. The women were very feminine and they were sensuous without being vulgar. There, there was just something, even when Audrey Hepburn wore pants or um, not Audrey Hepburn, uh, the other Audrey, but they were, they were still feminine, even yes. in pants. Yes, before they were wearing, yeah, yes. It's, it's like we're trying to, to look like men almost and to, to mm-hmm. have that masculine uh, uh, strength. But pants can be feminine if worn properly. And Audrey Hepburn and Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. This, um, the suits, but she still looked, yes. she still had her the hats. heart. Oh. The hats. Oh, I your hat yeah. Too. I, I would, I loved your chapter on hats because oh. I'm from Kentucky, go to the Kentucky Derby every oh. year. And I look so forward to the time to get the Kentucky Derby hat, which Colleen knows my closet. I have them hanging on the wall in my closet. And, and I, if I, I have, have closets, and I loved it. That's something I said, oh, I wish hats were just something so typical. And but you're not just even you're not even talking about the fancy hats. You're also talking about the stylish ways to wear a baseball cap or a beret. Yeah. And yeah. I I love the whole advice because I never considered, okay, how tall you are, mm-hmm. how your face shape, what you're wearing, everything like that. But if it feels good to you. Right. And I'm not good with hair. That's why I usually, you know, I was going to cut my hair because they said after a certain age, you should have short hair. But with, I'm not good with hair. So it was that long. I just pull it back in a ponytail and throw on that baseball cap. And I like berets because they pack easily and I travel a lot. That's right. Big hats are not easy to travel <laughs> with. But I love a hat box, believe it or not. You know, in your book, you talk about accessories and jewelry and hats. Why do you think that's so important for women in their second act to use accessories? I think it's important to know how to use them. Uh, I know because sometimes I got today, I have one earrings and someone said to me, well, you have nothing around your neck. I said, I don't need, you know, something, uh, uh, the necklace, a bracelet, the earrings. Many times I see women uh, in their second act wearing too much makeup. Maybe it's because they're, they're finally got to an age where they have it and they can afford to wear it. But it's, it's not necessary to be 
like a Christmas tree. You have to uh, adorn yourself so that you look uh, feminine, uh, sensuous, but not overly done. Yes. Yeah, you said in the book, if you're trying to look like one of the models in the magazine, you know, that they're not going out for every day right. looking like that. And they're so. selling what they're wearing. You talked about the three things not to do. Wear too much makeup, try to copy someone else's look, or go by the trends, which classics are so important. What do you oh. consider the classics for every woman? A little black dress. I'll tell you, a little black dress can take you almost anywhere. If it's simple, a little scoop neck dress, maybe with a three-quarter sleeves, you can dress it up or down. You can wear it to church. You can wear it shopping, depending upon the shoes and the jewelry that you wear with it. That's one of the most important items in your, in your closet, I think. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And you also talk about the fact that you should stand in front of the mirror with a white piece of paper to check your skin tone to see if you're an earthy tone or which I didn't even realize you could do, but that's a very simple way to check your color tones. And another thing, if it's evening and you're going out, be sure to move in your gown. I've had a beautiful gown that we took photos of the fifth dimension and it looked really great. It was, it wasn't strapless, but it was, uh, it, it had one shoulder and it looked great in the picture. But what I didn't know was that when I sat up straight, it was a little bit lower than I thought it was. And oh, talk about embarrassing. See, when I wrote the book, many of the things I talk about, I did. (laughs) Yes, you did. You know, I did. um, It it wasn't that. I went somewhere Saturday evening and I bought the dress, tried it on at the store, did everything. And I went to sit down at the dinner and they still had the um, alarm in my dress. It was oh. still there, and I didn't. I didn't know till I sat down to dinner, oh and I thought, goodness. "How did I leave the store with this dress? How did it uh, not go off? On it the- didn't go off, yeah. and I, I don't. But it was like I, I even announced it to the whole table. <laughs> you know what? I was like, something is on me, and there it was. So it's very. Well, they important. knew it was new. They knew. I, I said, "I promise, <laughs> I didn't steal this dress. I promise." You were trying to wear it, then take it back. <laughs> I should already tore the tags off, so too bad. (laughs) You also talk about attitude as we get older and how important it is to stay healthy mentally and physically. What do you do to stay active and to keep a positive attitude? I must say God is most important in my life, and that really has kept me grounded. I say I don't care what religion you are, whether you're Jewish, whether you're Catholic, doesn't matter. We need a spiritual foundation, and that's what's kept me grounded. That and love. When mm-hmm. I say love, I don't necessarily mean romantic love. Love of people, true love of friends. And if you really love your friends, you, 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 you almost feel like when they need a phone call, or, mm-hmm. and you, just, you do more than just, oh, I'll pray for you. How about sending a little note, a phone call? Mm-hmm. It it really makes a difference, and that's what's kept me grounded, that attitude. Because let me tell you, I've had bad attitude. So I know what a bad attitude can be like. So I've learned through experiencing these things. You really touch on a great uh, chapter in your book about friends. Mm -hmm. And that's so important, too, in this chapter of our life. Uh, We've done a few episodes on trying to make friends Mm -hmm. when you hit your midlife because it is more difficult. You said you're not meeting them. They're your kids. 
And maybe you're not working the job that you used to work and it's going to be difficult. And I just really love um, how you said, you know, you have your, your friends that you can call that you can trust. Um, And that is so important. Those friends you you have on the internet, those 2000 friends, they're not your friends. You try calling one of them at two in the morning and say, I need to talk. And then you, and you also talk about times where it may be time to let a friendship go. That's Um, a hard thing to do. I I know I had a friend and every time, I mean, Oh, for years, every time I talk about there's, there's something negative. Oh, the people at work and they're doing this, they're doing that. So finally I had to stop calling her. We're still friendly. You know, you Mm -hmm. don't drop people because maybe I can be there to show her how to be a friend. But every time you talk to someone and they're negative, Mm-hmm. You can't say, well, you know, every time I talk to you, it's something negative. Don't, isn't anything positive? No, you have to find a way to love them into being more positive. Yeah, that, and that was so important there. I think you're, you know, you had a list I just felt was so important about if these things are happening right. to you. Uh, I thought, wow, because I think, like you said in the book, everybody has come upon that every once in a while. I think as you get older, you realize that even more, that it's okay that if somebody came into your life to teach you something or to be there Mm -hmm. in a season of your life, that doesn't mean they're a permanent person Mm -hmm. in your life, but you don't have to have animosity. You can let go and wish them well. A lot of times you learn things about yourself from your friends. Sometimes you're upset with a friend because something they do and you realize, oh, that's what I do. You also talk about creating your very own bill of rights because stress in your life. Can you talk about that as well? Well, we all have things that we can't do without, but they find out you can't buy love. You can't buy friendship. Some people can't live without things. You know, um, as you mentioned, my gold records. One night I was, I was lying on the, um, in the bed and I looked at the wall covered with gold records and uh, all kinds of certificates. And you know, they can't talk to me. They can't hold me. They can't, you know, share. I'm very proud of them, but that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. That is what I've received out of life. So, so you have to, you know, see what's important to you. Is it things mm-hmm. or is it people? There were just so many things in here. You, you talk about health and food and you include some great recipes in the book, but uh, just the importance of sleep, so many important things, but also it's not in a judgmental way, which is so nice to right. see. Yes. yes. I'd love to, where you, um, you had, was it hip surgery? And I've you, had two hips replaced and one knee. <laughs> oh my God. But you had your blinged out cane. I had my blinged oh. out cane. It's right over there. <laughs> I, and you went on stage anyway. And I just, yes, you I know, do. you weren't going to let that hold you back. And I think that's no. such a great message too for everybody. I also like when you were talking about stress in your book, and a quote said, a shared load is easier to carry. It, it means that if, if you have someone that you trust, a, dear, a, a true friend that you can share your problems with, it's much easier uh, than, than uh, staying isolated. And that's what happened to a lot of women, especially our senior ladies during COVID. They, uh, our senior single ladies, they were alone. They stayed isolated. And uh, as a matter of fact, I started a line where um, single, 
senior ladies could call in. We had two rules, just as you do. No discuss, no, uh, 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 no arguing religion or politics. But if you want to share recipes, if you want to just talk about your grandchildren, anything you wanted to share, we would do this. And a lot of them found that they weren't uh, they weren't alone. The other women were feeling the same way they did. And each each evening it was once a week, and each evening we had a uh, a word. But for instance, one word one evening the word was prayer, and we discussed you no know, no religion. But what does prayer mean to you? And I prayed the beautiful song called "The Prayer" with by Celine Dion. Oh, mm-hmm. I love the yes. And uh, we always had we always had a song to. Uh, and then one uh, one evening it was. Um, Friendship, and I played That's What Friends Are For. So it was a way of getting these ladies together and, and knowing, letting them know that they're not alone. They don't, they don't carry the load alone, that if we share it, it's much easier. And I had to stop for a while because I, I was um, working on the book, and I had calls, oh, I miss it. I'll help you. <laughs> oh, what a great thing to do, though, because that was, that was such a, and, and it still is, even though we're, kind of getting better uh but it, it was such yeah, a shock to everyone's system yeah. Yeah, yeah. my mom it just turned 80 and she actually highlighted your book I had her read it first <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I got it back and I'm like mom why is this book highlighted and she's like there's important stuff I need to Oh. <laughs> so she would have loved that call. She would have absolutely yes. loved to, oh. to talk. So what's what's next for you now that the pandemic is opening a little bit? Obviously, we all have to be careful still. But what are your hopes for, for turning 80 and the next chapter of your life? Well, believe it or not, the fifth dimension is still performing all over the world. And um, in October, we go back on tour. I will also be probably touring with, with my book, doing some book signings. And I have a one-woman show called Just As I Am, which is autobiographical. So I will begin once again working on that. Hopefully, great. The Fifth Dimension will record again. That would be... Uh, you are um, one busy lady. You are. <laughs> and, and, you know, that was another thing in your book. What do you do? You know, some people retire, some people don't. And you were talking about that. I think that is so important. That's something that a lot of women in our age group, we're coming upon retirement. What do we do next? And you, I think it's all, all, all right to retire from your job, but mm-hmm. don't retire from life. Yes. I love that. I love For instance, that. I, I will probably one day stop performing with the fifth dimension, but I can still perform my one woman show. I can still act in movies. I can still write. You know, there's something I can do to stay active and to stay positive. Yes. And I, you, you have some great tips in there on thinking about what you did like and also what you didn't like about your old job and using your interest. I, I, I loved it all. Just saying, Hey, you could work at this craft store. If you love crafts, you right. could work at a craft store. Yes. And, but and think about what you didn't like and it volunteering work, maybe go attend a few times to see if that's where right. you would like to volunteer. Yeah. So I think this is, this is just great advice. One of my favorite things is just at the end of the book, when you do quotes on beauty and aging, because <laughs> I think it's, it just lightens up people. You find the one that resonates with you. I mean, I love the David Bowie quote, which is aging is an extraordinary process where you become the person you always should have been. Which <laughs> I love, but you have some great ones in there. So 
we suggest that guys, obviously Florence is going to be around your area, probably singing with a fifth dimension. So check uh, that out. Mm-hmm. And, and grace in your second act, a guide to aging gracefully is out. Now you can check it out on Amazon. It's a wonderful book by a wonderful lady. And we thank, thank you. you so much for your time. If you're, if you come here in Nashville during your book tour, please let us know. We would love to so. come. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank Have you. You too. Well, that was just a great talk with Florence LaRue. She is so lovely. And make sure that you check out her book, which is Grace in Your Second Act. So make sure you check that out. It has so much great information. And also check out the Patreon. We started a Patreon page and we will be adding some bonus episodes to that and some bonus videos as well. Well, we want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check out the store on the website. Follow us on all forms of social media because we're always up to no good somewhere yes, doing something. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and make sure, yeah, check out all the videos and all of the gift guide videos and yeah. stay tuned for the giveaway. Follow us on YouTube because we've got some great videos up there and you never know, like I said, where we're going to be. So make sure to follow us. Have a great day. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.